All right. Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. This is episode five. Just blow into it. Welcome to Bourbon Sauce, where we'll discuss topics and get sauced on bourbon in the process. We'll try and keep it PG, but no promises, as we'll try to stay true to ourselves and be as unfiltered and blunt as possible. Grab your favorite bourbon and join us for the show. So here we are with a threesome. hey Welcome to the gangbang. Pretty epic show ahead, talking about the evolution of gaming with our individual takes. We have Elliot, Ryan, and myself, Dan, for those who don't know by now. Without further jawjacking, let's get in today's episode. Hey, Elliot, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you're sipping on? I've got a glass of Redwood Empire's Pop Dream here. It's a bourbon uh, from out west in California. Um, they age these for at least four years. Uh, you get a, there's a bit of a random aspect to it. It's a pretty dry whiskey. Um, not a lot of, um, I guess, not a lot of afterburn to it. It's smooth. It's good to drink straight. I typically don't mix this one. Uh, that's why I chose it for tonight, just to relax to a little bit. Sounds delicious, man. Uh, also, thank you for finally gracing us with your presence. We've been waiting uh, anxiously. <laughs> we know you've had some things going on in your life, so we appreciate you making some time for us today. Yeah, absolutely, man. I couldn't be sooner. Nah, it's all good, man. Uh, so, Ryan, what do you got? So, I'm drinking on a little bit of Basil Hayden Toast. Okay, and so you know we're familiar with how Basil Hayden tastes, but that toast, it's uh, it's kind of got that toasted, a little bit of toasted uh, flavor to that charred oak, I guess you would say. So it's more mm. toasted rather than charred. Um, you still get a, you get a little hint of like a caramel, a little bit of caramel, um, but then you get that really crazy complexity that Basil Hayden's known for with that. Toasted caramel. Yeah, that's why they call it toast. Uh, I'm drinking Ryan's favorite, the uh, Wilderness Trail bourbon whiskey here. It's uh, here in Kentucky. It's a a pretty good one. They age these about four years, three months. Um, It's one of the smoother ones that you can get for under 50 bucks. It used to be under 50 bucks. I think they're finally hiking it up a little bit now that the demand's going up for them because when they first came out, they were like forty dollars for one of these. You know, it's a it's a good sweet mash. Uh, I like it. It's got that malty taste to it, and um, I don't know. It just goes down a lot easier than most girls I've ever dated. So that's why I drink it. Yeah, I know you're drinking my favorite bourbon, you asshole. Yeah, well, you know, you'll get another bottle when you get home. Um, so, as I said in our title, it's just blow into it, which is a little joke about Nintendo games from back in our childhood. Everybody used to know you had to blow in the cartridge and uh, reseed it, and it would start playing again. So with that, uh, Elliot... Alibi. Yeah. Alibi. What's up? I have an alibi. I apologize to all the listeners out there, but I originally tried to start off drinking this uh, bottle of uh, called Fighting Cock, because I thought it would be, you know... Kind of funny to drink fighting cock along with talking video games. And, well, I just, uh, I couldn't wrap my, uh, my lips around that flavor profile. So, uh, needless to say, that's, uh, that's the worst cock. That's the worst cock I've ever had. Um, and I just, uh, I I had to switch it up and go to the Basil Hayden Toasted. I had to wash, you know, get something good to wash my mouth out after that. So, what you're saying is you've had other cock in your mouth? You know? It happens, right? It happens sometimes. 
Yeah. Right. You know, I bought a <laughs> I bought a sixteen dollar bottle of bourbon before, yeah, and it, it was actually good. Sometimes you have to take a chance. It's like some. the Wilderness Trail that Dan was talking uh-huh. about. It starts out cheaper because nobody knows about it, but as people try it and it grows, you know, it expands. Yeah. It expands, and then everybody's yeah. everybody's putting it in their mouth. I'm just saying. Oh God. So Elliot, uh, back on track here. What was your first gaming system? So technically my first gaming system was the NES console, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, but I don't know if I was old enough to appreciate that. So while it was a gaming system technically, uh, I, I, I'd like to tell everyone it was the Nintendo 64. I was a little... Yeah, because, you know, the Nintendo being an 8-bit system, um, for what it was, it was an impressive system. And, you know, considering you only had uh, two buttons to control your character or whatever you were doing in it, it I mean, they, they made pretty good games considering it was very basic. I mean, super basic after, like, Commodore 64 and all those, like, super basic computer systems Yeah, uh, as, a, as a good console following Atari. Um, yeah, I mean, and the NES was super impressive. I mean, I have one again, and now as an adult, I can tell you I appreciate it a lot more than I did back then. Um, even though I, I only have, you know, a few games uh, with emulation being what mm-hmm. it is, um, I, I do play it. It's it's a great console. Hey, Brian, what was your first gaming system? Uh, my first gaming system was the original Nintendo. Oh, nice. So you have the big brick, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did lots of blowing. Lots of blowing. Yeah. So for me, I'm older. I'm the oldest guy of the group, as you guys know, and my listeners probably don't know. But um, my first was actually the Atari. It was. It was the Atari. Um, He's lying. His first was a wheel and a stick. No, I'm not that old. That's my parents. Come on now. I mean, actually, maybe they're they might have been traveling with Moses, but I I mean, still. (laughs) Yeah. um, What was your favorite game for that NES there, uh, Elliot? Uh, so the NES, I think when I first got it as a kid, probably Duck Hunt, because I actually had the little light gun. Um, now, uh, that fucking dog, I want to, if that game, you could actually shoot that dog, I would have shot him a hundred times at least. Oh, yeah, every. I, I think you can. I, I remember shooting the dog a couple of times out of frustration. He like jumps up in the air and like does some kind of weird, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't um, think I that could, but maybe, maybe they changed, maybe they changed it later. But I, I don't think in the original one you could. I, I'll have to research that. But I just remember being so fucking mad at that dog coming up and laughing when you'd miss the duck. Oh, yeah, the snicker. Yeah. Oh, that little son of a bitch. Don't you remember the glitch, though? Don't you remember the glitch where you can shoot in the corner and it just kills the ducks? No. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I never knew yeah. that. I'm gonna have to go get this game and retry that. Yeah, there's that a glitch now. where my if child, you shoot, my childhood is ruined. Yeah, you shoot in the corners and it just kills the ducks as as they fly, right? So then there's a little skit now about it where like behind the scenes, the dog like jumps in the bushes and then he's telling the ducks it's level one, it's level two, it's level three, and oh. then it's like, oh shit, we got a cheater. He's shooting in the corners, and then the ducks like all drink Red Bull and start flying all over the TV screen. What a son of a bitch! I never knew yep. that. So Duck Hunt for you, Elliot. Yeah, yeah, Duck Hunt for me, definitely growing up. Because like I said, I really liked the uh, the light gun uh, when I was younger. That was an impressive 
for what it was. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What was yours? Contra. Contra. Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right. Select A, B, A, B. Absolutely. Or A, B, A, B, select. <laughs> I forget how it goes. It was, I remember it was like dollar. Contra was absolutely my favorite on, on the regular Nintendo. I like that one because it was like that scrolling RPG type yes, game, you know? Yes. It was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. like Mario, but with guns and soldiers. Mm-hmm. So for my first gaming system being Atari, um, there wasn't there wasn't much for me uh, because then it was soon after I got that that I ended up getting a Nintendo. So I think because I outgrew it so fast and my parents saw how bored I was because my dad it was actually my dad's console to begin with, um, and he only had like three games on there, and Pong was probably it was Pong and actual tennis and. I forget what the other game was that he had, but it was maybe Centipede or something along those lines. But they were trash, you know. They just couldn't keep me captivated long enough. So um, Pong was definitely my favorite on that, even though it was frustrating because how slow it was. Um, but if I had to pick from the NES, I would say Castlevania would have been yeah, my yeah. That's my from that. That's a good one for sure. That's my choice. Yeah, that's my all-time favorite yeah. now as an adult. Great. Right? I I love that storyline that was going on. The fact that you could whip all these guys with a little, you know, metal whip that you'd get after you got some upgrades or whatever. So you um, like spanking. I, I do. Yeah, I'm all for it, you know. Ladies, check me out if you want. Um, I'm single. <laughs> He's a spanking so, enthusiast. Yeah, that's right. So, Elliot, what was the hardest game that you remember playing on that first gaming system? I not question Ghosts and Goblins. Really? Yeah, Ghosts and Goblins. Because, I mean, I, when I first started thinking about it, you know, I thought of, thought of Castlevania. Um, but, yeah, Ghosts and Goblins, I think, is, the, is, is just the hardest game I've like, ever played, probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, as, as since we're just talking specifically to the nin- regular Nintendo, uh, Ninja Turtles. Okay, that's oh, a good yeah. one. As much yeah. as I love that yeah. game, it was like damn it's, near impossible. It's frustrating. To beat. You couldn't get enough pizza, and I always loved playing Mike as Michelangelo because he's my dude. You know what I mean? Like he was my favorite. Oh, I'm 100 Raphael. Yeah, I figured you would be, which is ironic because I'm the grumpy person out of the group, and you're the more fun like carefree one so you would think you'd be more michelangelo and i'd be more like either donatello or raf see so what that says is you want to be f- a, you want to be a funner person and i want right. to be i want the ability to be more of an asshole at times i guess yeah, yeah. yeah for me i think the original mario was the hardest because there was no fucking save points yep yep so you had to literally sit down and try to beat the game in one sitting with three lives. And every once in a while, you get like an extra life here and there, you know, like. And I also think my anxiety started with that. Um, the Mario series. Oh, I remember watching my stepdad, Bill, um, would sit down and play Super Mario or play Mario Brothers on the original Nintendo with three lives mm-hmm. and just demolish the game. And you're like. I don't know how he does it. I just, I, I don't well, know. Yeah. 
And I think it was Mario three where you could actually skip through and do some cheats. And um, even Mario two, you could do some cheats to get to the end. But uh, Mario, the first Mario that I still think that's the hardest game I ever played in my life because of the fact you just couldn't save it. So I remember leaving the Nintendo on, like I would be playing and it would be like bedtime and I would try to sneak and leave it on. And then I would, you know, go to school and my mom would come into my room and, and see that it was on and then shut it off. And I'd come home and see it off and I'd be like decimated, like, oh no, mom, why did you shut that off? She's like, well, you know, I just figured you left. I'm like, no, there's no way I could save it. I'm like, oh my God, I got to start all over. <laughs> you know, I'd be just so mad about it. But um, I guess that, that ties into some of these next things that I was even going to ask about is the easiest game that you guys have played on that NES console. Duck Ooh. Hunter. Duck Hunters? Yeah, that's once good. I, yeah, that's... Once, I figured out, once I figured out the glitch, Duck Hunt was the easiest game. You know, Kirby seemed to be very forgiving as NES games go. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess I could also say um, there was a, like the, you know, the dirt bike game. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say was the easiest for me. The college football and the hockey yep. was pretty dang easy, too, because, I mean, it, it's two-dimensional, so you just beep, 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 smack it here, move there, and, and you would win, like, every time. Yeah, but I, I would have to agree that I think um, Excite Bike is definitely easiest because you could build your own courses in there, and then you could make it, like, super easy. But, man, I, I think... Fun factor and ease of play. I think that that was the winner there. Um, frustrating, most frustrating game. Are we talking Ooh. just any? Uh, just talking about the. This, this is just for the first gaming system. Just that any. Uh, I, I, I feel like the most frustrating game was also the hardest game for me, the Ninja Turtles, because you just got frustrated because it was like you could never get to the end. Okay, what do you think, Elliot? What was your most frustrating? So I could definitely see the school of thought at difficulty equates to frustrating. You can see the what? I could see that 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 being difficult equate to being frustrating. But I think that if I'm not going to say that and go for frustrating, I would say Castlevania 2. Trying to figure out where the hell to go. Okay. On that, I would say Zelda. Same reason? Same fucking reason. Because you're going to be <laughs> looping around and you're like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like, alright. you know. And then finally you find the where you need to be in some cave or wherever in the goddamn forest that you're wandering through and you're just like... And once I, I think Nintendo Power came out and I started getting those... To be able to figure out the 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 plot for Zelda, and I use that as a map. Like, okay, I go two screens to the right, and I go up one, and then I go, you know, whatever. And it basically just told you how the fucking walkthroughs, right? This was all before online internet and everything, with everybody and their mother telling you how to do the walkthroughs. So I think Nintendo Power was a like a fucking lifesaver for me as a kid. Um, Another frustrating game. I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Um, Mega Man, right? Oh yeah, super Mega Man. Mega Man was fairly frustrating, and especially once you got into the next, like Super NES. Oh my god, dude! Mega Man was like retarded hard. But um, oh shit! I forgot Tetris. Tetris was the other easiest game. 
Yeah, a shoe in. Like, that one would probably be everyone's choice. Yeah, because I wouldn't. I didn't even think about that. I would, but that's just like smack. Because when I think of um, you know, like the progression of Nintendo, right? And it goes Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, Super Nintendo, Game Boy came out. You know, the Game Boy Advance and all these other different like the Wii is basically the culmination of all their Nintendo's shit. Um, it's just I forgot about Tetris because I remember that being <laughs> so basic. <laughs> Uh, puzzle solving, basically. Um, so what you're saying was Tetris was a basic bitch. It was. It, and I, you know, I did, you know, I think um, it was a Cold War era mindset game because it's it's got Russian music in the background. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just... Um, so were we being brainwashed or were we being trained to uh, get through Russian codes with Tetris? I have a feeling there was a little bit of both. Maybe we're just trying, you know, they're trying to get us used to hearing Russian music just in case we ever got taken over by Russia. You know, then we'd, we'd be acclimated already. Um, Tetris Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, Moscow. I, I remember this. I played this in Tetris. This is great. <laughs> um, what's your latest gaming system? What do you got there, Ryan? Uh, so I still have the original xbox one so mm-hmm. like mine's the ancient xbox one but hopefully here pretty soon we'll be upgrading to the xbox series and rocking some hell let loose what was Just that saying. xbox series what x oh and, the xbox uh, rocking, series x yeah yeah and then rocking some hell let loose but so currently it's the ancient xbox one okay what about you there elliot what do you got uh so if we don't count uh, the PC that I'm currently on. I, I didn't build it specifically for gaming, even though I mm. use it for that Series X. Yep. Interesting. Um, me, I am also in that same boat with Ryan, and I am rocking an original Xbox One, and uh, I am in desperate need of upgrading. But I just I don't play games as much as I used to. Um, and so I get by with the, the Xbox One right now, you know? It does what I need it to do. All you guys, you know, cousins and everybody are on it, so it makes it easy for us to, you know, get together and play online together. I, I just, I don't really see the need for it yet. Yeah, um, I mean, mine worked just fine. I mean, honestly, that's exactly what I had um, until I grabbed the Series X, and I only did that because I had an opportunity to get a really good deal on it. Um, but yeah, I, I, my original mm-hmm. Xbox One, there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I still have an Xbox 360 here in my office. It's just sitting there collecting dust, so maybe one day it'll be an artifact. But um, on this, on your latest gaming system that you've got, Elliot, how does that compare to your first system that you've got? So I think it it's a case of the more things change. Um, I think really the only major difference uh, is length of games, you know, uh, how much gameplay you get. Yeah, I would agree with that. Graphics for sure um, have come a long way since the 8-bit you know, systems that were out there. Um, all these engines that they're using now, the physics that are involved and everything else, it's it's pretty amazing considering where we started and where we're at now. I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to progress, but uh, Ryan, what, what's, uh, how's your system compare? Is it kind of the same thought process? Yeah, more or less. I mean, 
it's almost i mean basically we're all rocking very similar systems so guys what what are you the favorite game that you guys are playing right now favorite game i'm playing right now uh for some reason i took a wild tangent down a rabbit hole after me and you were playing uh the star wars battlefront 2 and what, started you playing download star wars. wonderland or something uh no i started playing star wars legos star wars legos nice okay not gonna lie it's uh it's pretty awesome you get a play through every single episode as childish as i i want to say those games are they're actually difficult Yes, I mean, and there's there's a there's good storyline to it. There's there's things, tasks, and things you have to do, puzzles. There, it's very, it's a very all around creative game. I mean, it's simple enough to where younger kids can do it. But at the same time, what you, if people really stop and think about it, you know, they say, "Oh, that game's for kids." You know what's funny is a lot of adults can't do that game because they don't have the hand eye coordination and they don't have the creative thought. The creative thoughts, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The creativeness that kids have nowadays. Oh, imagination. To be able to, yeah, the imagination to be able to figure out these puzzles and actually, mm-hmm. you know, just delve into the game. You know what's funny is there's a lot of innuendos, too, in those games that kids are not oh, yes. going to pick up on. But adults, oh, yes. it's like when you watch those lego movies and you you play those lego games or my like my son he's 10 right so mm-hmm. i get to watch him play some of those games and i'm just chuckling in the background he's like what's so funny dan i'm like uh, nothing nothing buddy like you know i'm trying to cover up why i'm chuckling and it's like they're dick jokes basically because the guys that are making the games are still juvenile in their thought process because you got to have that juvenile creativity to make games in a in a way Yes, you're artistic and you still have like coding and all these like genius mindsets that you need to make games. But underneath it all, they still have that childishness to them that they're like sneaking little little innuendos and like, I bet you these kids will never get it, but the adults might, you know. So I think that's a fun that's a fun factor too when you're playing those like that's kinda like with Disney movies. Oh my goodness. Yes, we could go on a whole tangent on that. That could be another episode too, is about Disney movies and innuendos and stuff and, and the diamond the the black diamond cases with the penises yeah uh for me uh my favorite game right now has to be the star wars games that we've been playing yeah. i just like i like the expansiveness especially if you're doing those um battlefield games yep and the fact that it's kind of like Call of Duty where you the more you play, the more you fight, the more you rank up and the the better your character becomes. Uh it sucks if you haven't been there from the beginning just like Call of Duty because everyone else is already ranked up and you're just getting your ass beat. So from that standpoint it sucks. But if you're playing with a group of people and then it makes it easier because you guys can coordinate attacks and you can be strategic, which is the kind of point the way the battlefield star Wars battlefield is set up is that if you have enough people, you can overrun a map really easily. Um, Oh yes. Which just me and you, we've been able to coordinate attacks, whether one of us is in an aircraft and the other one's in an ATAT or someone's in a, you know, uh, you know, on the ground running around as like, I don't know, Darth Vader and the other guy's a stormtrooper. It's just, it's really good. I like the game. It's a great, um, the graphics are amazing. It's, it's just, 
Unbelievable. We, we definitely learned that I am not a Jedi or a Sith Lord. But when it not comes yet. when it comes to me rocking heavy or an enforcer, it's game on. I will clear the battlefield. Well, that's kind of real to life, because you should be the guy toting a 249. So, I mean, it, it works out. It does. Um, sort of, you know, talking about the progression of the game. Did we cover Elliot's? We didn't. You're right. My, yeah, my favorite game? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, man. You're going to come over here trying to fix my uh, latency issues, which uh, we may have fixed. Hey, hey. You know what I think about that, Dan? What is if he w- if he would have been around in the beginning, he would have oh, been forgotten. Just oh, man. Uh, you know, we can never forget Elliot. You know, that's the he was the part of that first initial title to our first episode because we were missing Elliot and how he's here, and so this is this is all it's meant to be. We have, but what's funny we is have, we literally just forgot all about. We him. have the tripod finally. You know, it's here. Yeah, and we completely and just, forgot. It, we're just talking tripod as Elliot because you know he's got such a huge penis. So I mean, it just stands there and he looks like a tripod. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I, you know, I gotta say, we're as long as long as he's been missing, I'm starting to think it's a huge vagina. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man, it's kind of this. Okay, uh, all right. I've got to say this. You know, I do hop uh, here and there. My habits are pretty sporadic. Um, Frogger. But something that has captured my attention, I mean, since since the day I got my hands on it, it's been all Resident Evil 4. Really? I was about to say your favorite game was The Sound of Silence, because that's all I heard. Yeah, you, both of you today are just stellar on your mics cutting out. But yeah, I'm, I'm it's like I'm talking to Transformers, and we're trying to do a review, and it's great. I love it. Um, I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> Games you guys are looking forward to? Anything? Oh, the new Star Wars game. Yeah, the Jedi Survivor. Oh man, that looks so fucking good. Like, yeah. like we're all. Well, I don't know about Ryan so much, but I know you and I are definitely Star Wars nerds. Oh yeah, I like yeah. Star Wars real well. I'm just not as into the into that world as you all are. Whatever. You know, you're I... gonna sit there and be like, beat me up, Scotty, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's the wrong Hey, shit. live long and prosper, motherfucker. <laughs> live long and prosper. <laughs> I'm giving her all she got the... <laughs> can't give her any more, Captain. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Yeah. Set so you're looking to stun. <laughs> so you're looking forward to the new Star Wars. What about you, Ryan? You got any games that are coming out that you're really I, looking forward to? So my game's already out. What's that? Hell Let Loose that you need the Xbox Series X for. Oh, okay. It, so is, it is the ultimate true squad slash company level mm-hmm. command where you have to coordinate attacks, coordinate artillery. You have to work as a team. There is squad level chats. There's team level chats. There's the commander chat. It is so in depth. Yeah. And it it's not a Call of Duty run and gun. Mm-hmm. Like you have to coordinate. You have to work as a team. You have to manage logistics. It is absolutely a six. I think it's sixty four people on one map. It wow. is an all out war. World War II, coordinating full-blown manpower. And like I said, I want to say it's 64 people on a map. So you're talking 32 on 32, right? Full-blown war with actual logistics and everything needed. It's okay. Absolutely. So your game's already out. Yes. 
What about you? I really don't give a shit. Um, I feel like if you play Hell Let Loose, you will be hooked. I'm just not one of those. I used to be one of those guys that was looking forward to the next Call of Duty, the next Battlefield, the next Star Wars, the next, you know, whatever the next was. Even on like Nintendo Switch, like when Breath of the Wild came out, I was stoked. I was looking forward to that. And that game did not let down, uh, did not let me down. But uh, I really just, I think I'm so far removed from the gaming scene right now that I just, I'm not that enthusiastic anymore about what's coming out. Now, if something does come out and I'm like, you, you like you guys bring it up to me and they're like, hey, you got to check this out and I'll check it out. And it turns out to be good. I'm like, all right, sweet. As long as it's not going to be like another one of those stupid fucking boat games. Um, then I'm all for it. Hey, everybody uh, like the world of warship, but you. Because I'm not in the Navy, and I don't like being on a boat. No, it's other just because than, like, it was slow, and you were losing. Yeah, it is too slow for me. I don't, I don't like games. I don't like games that are too slow-paced for me. Like, I need the faster pace. It's probably the ADD that's, like, been diagnosed since I was a fucking kid. But I need something that's fast-paced and engaging. Otherwise, I'm just like, nah, not for me. Um, I think that's why I like the battlefield as much because there's just so much immersive activity going on. And when you have your headphones on, it's just there's a lot that is going on that you take in. Yeah. Um it's like being in, involved in an orgy, you know, there's just a lot going on. I like it. It's 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 a very good like, Hey, feeling. wait a minute. How did that finger get in my butthole? Hey, you know, sometimes it's my turn on and say it better make it too, you know. I'm just saying. I hear you. It's not my first time. Said, this Come ain't on. my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Dan. I, I, you know, I like online games where shit's popping off, you know, um, you know, uh, like our games, you know, run where we play Battlefield with Connor and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like World of Warships, honestly, is like that for quite a bit, but that's my personal opinion. Now, for cer- certain things, you know, Hell Let Loose and... How you know there's a lot of strategy to it and stuff, and even though it's an it's a first person shooter, I'm hearing that when you're saying that, I feel like it's going to be a lot of walking around, like it's going to be more slower oh, paced. No, so it no. kind of throws. There's nothing slow paced about off. Hell Let Loose. It is go go go. It is literally it's it's just like you dropped into World War Two. Really? Like, okay. You're talking artillery fire coordinating. Like let's put it this way: Dan did a little research. This game is so immersive. They created an artillery, an artillery guide, so you can actually coordinate true artillery in the game, and it hit where you're calling really? it. It's impressive the level of complexity that they've got in this game, and I was I was floored. I'm not gonna lie, because when he when Ryan brought this up to me, I was like, ah, whatever. It sounds like another Call of Duty bullshit simulator game or something, and I, I started looking into it. And I was like, oh shit, they actually. Right. They went yard on All this right, one. Bet, like, bet. okay. All right. I told him this. I told him this was actually absolutely the ultimate game as far as what people were truly looking for with that squad based game. Because there I, are those other realistic, like pseudo realistic uh, battlefield simulator games that they have out there. Yeah. But they're mostly PC based games because right. it's the only ones that can really handle the amount of video graphics and everything else that's involved whether which you, you is know, why they shifted it, to the right. xbox series x yeah. right um and and that makes sense because the, the xbox one and before they just don't have the processing power to really handle that kind of processing that is necessary 
for airstrikes, ground strikes, you know, commanders being back, calling people up for front front observers and just the dynamics of that whole game. It's pretty crazy how it, it's uh when I've everything played, I've read is is impressive, and then Ryan's played it before, so I, I've had games where like people were absolutely in the squad leader chats, like "screw this commander," blah blah blah, like he sucks, she sucks, we're not getting the support we need. And then I've turned around and like my big thing was like, for some reason I got in, I started falling into the commander role, and I liked it really well. I can still run, shoot, and do everything I need to, right? But you've got people calling. Hey, Commander, do we have enough supplies for you to drop me a Tiger tank at blah, blah, blah point? Uh, if you go tell the artillery guys who are doing nothing but just randomly wasting my ammunition supply to stop shooting their artillery, then yes, I can drop you a tank. But they're wasting our, our ammo for no reason, right? Ryan's like Ryan's like a good jockstrap. He's very supportive. Dude, you're talking Commander-wise? Hell yes. I, I will cup them nuts and keep them held snug he's like i will cup the balls while i gargle it and wait what no. oh, sorry. i don't know i don't know, I don't know back, about the gargle that goes I, back I, to that that goes I back to you having cock true. that goes back to you drinking that cock oh yeah mm -hmm. so. i'm just saying i had multiple people <laughs> after multiple games like send messages on xbox like best commander i've had so far so we've talked about consoles and the progression right yeah i think Nintendo was the originator of the progression of how consoles were supposed to like progress because they did it the best, I think. Um, Sony tried, and I think Sony failed to a point until they, you know, really kicked off with the PlayStation stuff, the platform there. Because when they like they had the PlayStation, PS4, where they have PS5 now. Um, yeah. No, I get what you're saying because like every Nintendo console has introduced some like brand new like groundbreaking feature. You know, we had right. Nintendo, then you had SNES, which upped your bits, right? Then you had 64. Well, the 64 also gave you four four, four players. players, which yep. was the first time. That was the first time you had multiplayer on one console, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" You know, and that's when you had the James Bond parties the 007 and the smash brothers the smash right. brothers mario kart oh, yeah. i mean yeah well yeah. and that was yeah they introduced like 3d so no more sod scroll like star fox 60 it was like a 3d like flash yes, almost right yeah and then you had what uh smash four players we introduced motion controls so everything was this huge innovation every console yeah for sure because then um once they did that you started seeing them putting in the gyros into the controllers. So I remember that fucking me up the first time I was playing a game. And I was playing with, uh, I think it was PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation 4, probably. And I went to, I, you know, when you're getting into a game, like a driving game, for instance, and you forget that you have access control on, and you lean a oh. little bit, and all of a sudden you're, like, slamming into another car. You're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And, you know... Yeah, no. Dude, no, it was, it was PS3, man. Because I, yeah, maybe it was PS3. They called them the uh, Need for Speed. I think it was the game I was playing. DualShock threes, but uh, I picked one of those up on Axis. I needed a PS3 controller. I accidentally got a six Axis. I was like, what the hell's early PS3 game? And shit's just moving on me, you know? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. But it was cool because I remember those in the PlayStation, for instance, playing some of those um, Ghost Recon games, and if you moved it, the guy would roll. Oh yeah, that's cool. You know, so 
So you didn't have to worry about hitting the, the analog sticks. If you just tilted the, the controller, the guy would roll for you. And it was like a thing. Uh, same with like if you're playing Madden. If you did it and you were doing it, 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 would, it was almost like hitting a hit stick combination. It was it was very interactive in that manner. And I, I think I think when that all started to take place, it was it had a great platform there. And then when the Wii started really doing everything with the Wii archery, the bowling, the you know, the fitness and it, I mean the Wii's great for kids, but it's also good for families. You know, if you you're having a family get together and you have the Wii sports up and everybody has their ability to get involved and it's brought down so everyone kind of on the same level, there's no real technical advantage there. Oh so I like I like the Wii for Me, that matter. Arnold, Mom, Beth, Aaron, like the whole family. Like we would get together, hook up the Wii, get to drinking, play Wii golf, Wii tennis, and I mean the smack talk flew. Oh, yeah. I remember I, I had a Wii when it first came out, and I was dating my kid's mom at the time. And I went on a deployment, and she accidentally logged into my uh, Wii character and stepped on the scale. <laughs> And she's much lighter than I am. And so she took a picture and was like, I accidentally <laughs> logged into your character and it took my weight. And like, I look emaciated. I look like this skeleton <laughs> of what my character used. I was like, what did you do? You know, like when, when somebody logs into your character and messes with it, like say like, um, I don't know, World of Warcraft or something, right? Yeah. And you're like, what did you do to my character? You know, you're just like, what did you do to my me? Like, my me is all messed up now. I have to change it. She's like, ah, oh, it's funny. I was like, it is funny, but still, what the fuck? Like, it was, I liked the accuracy with the, the me. Yeah, she was doing the Wii Fit. Because we both were doing it for a little while. Because, you know, it was just something fun for us to do as a, as a couple. Your Wii but, Fit was saying, um, hey, but, hey, dude, you need to just stop working out and eat. Yeah, that's basically what it looked like. I was like, dude, I look like I'm from Ethiopia now. What happened? But um, I do think that Microsoft, when they really came into the gaming consoles and they transitioned from PCs, they they upped the game that much more for everyone oh, else. When Xbox, when Xbox, especially when Xbox 360 released. And uh, what was it? Um, oh, God. Halo? No, not just Halo. So God's Halo, of War? No, God's of War is, PSP, is PlayStation only. It's oh, yeah, Halo that's a PlayStation and, uh, exclusive. And, that's right. Uh, oh, my God. I'm having a brain fart here. Oblivion. Oh, they released, they released yeah, on yeah, 360. I about that, yeah. Oh, my God. 360 took off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um... I do. I think I prefer the Xbox controllers because I have large hands. So for me, the Xbox controller is more comfortable to hold than like a PlayStation controller. Um, but that's just personal preference, so, right? No, I don't think so, Dan, because, you know, I'm not a, an Xbox person. I'm, I'm a PlayStation person all the way. And genuinely, I think the Xbox one. Uh, slash controllers are genuinely the best controllers ever made. I don't even think that's an opinion. I can actually back that up with argument. Yeah, because I think uh, most PC players, they'll generally use that Xbox controller too, or or is that not is that not like a true statement? No, yeah, no, I, yeah, I've got one hooked up right now. Yep. Yeah, so I think that was I think that's where Microsoft really capitalized too, is that they were able to then 
not only make it that that compatible with their consoles going forward, except for Xbox don't work on 360 and 360 does, which sucks, doesn't work on that one. But it works on a PC. If you plug it into a PC, it'll work no matter what. Um, because most people's PCs are Microsoft based, so it works. Yeah, I don't know so much if it works on an Apple computer. I've never tried that. I would assume it would. Yeah, it probably just has to like download some drivers or something. Yeah, but I, I you know, and that's where Apple kind of, I, I, that's where I would think Apple should, and honestly, they would probably be really good at this is get in the consoles sector because they've got revolutionary things they've got going on that they could actually like the AI stuff that they've got. I think that would be amazing for um, if they were to make their own console and it was a VR based console. Oh, that would be cool. I think they, I think they would kick ass in that. Cause I mean, the, the hottest thing going right now for VR, that's not, you know, um, like, um, would be would be the it's Oculus porn. Quest. It's porn. It's porn. <laughs> yeah, my son's got the Oculus, and he loves that thing. Have you, you not know? seen um, the Oculus porn? Like, there's all kinds of crazy porn. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. I can only handle my existence I, being I've so sad. It, so I've not broken down to that level yet. You know, you experience it. You know, it'd be great is if um you ended up with a doll that interacted while you were doing the VR. So, <laughs> you know, I, it, yeah. I'm digressing so fucking hard here. Uh, I'm sure it's somewhere in Japan. I, I would imagine that somebody in Japan has already done that. Um, I'm just saying, if you can purchase dirty underwear from a vending machine in Japan, I'm sure this doll exists. Yeah, sure. Uh, so- Speaking of which, speaking of which, um, since we're talking about, you know, VR and immersion and stuff like that, it's one of the major reasons that people play games, right? Is it like it's escapism for the most part, right? Having fun, forgetting about yeah. your day, whatever. Do you, guys, do you guys have a preference on how you do that? Do you prefer to immerse in something that's single player, throw on a headset, whatever? Or do you like to more, you know, have fun, fun with your friends and play multiplayer games like online? So from I, my perspective, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Ryan. So for me, if I'm just playing, I pr- I like uh, I love a good story, right? Mass Effect, um, all the Dragon Ages. I love a great story, but I'm more about the story than anything else. Yeah, I want to run and gun, but it's more of I enjoy the story. Now, transition to online. If I'm going online. There's like five people I play online with. I don't go online and play by myself. It just doesn't happen because I find it dull and boring. It's just not as enjoyable without people I want to just kind of play with. You personally know. Ryan just likes playing with people. It's weird. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I prefer the single player because I, have I am a public a, locations I, fetish. So what? <laughs> I am. I'm a ambivert. Right. So there are the times when I want to be extroverted and I want to be involved in the scene of, I don't know, bar scene or whatever. Right. And then there's those times where I just want to, I'm done with everybody, the world, everything. And I just want to disappear into my own little realm. And that's where the single player for me 
is is important because in that moment i don't need to rely on anybody i don't need to interact with anybody i can just kind of follow my own pace and do whatever i want i can't blame anyone for fucking it up because it's all on me it's it's my my reset right so after a tough week there you'll you'll probably find me just avoiding the online scene and just doing a single player story for you know whether it's the wildlands or uh Steve, uh some tom clancy um what is that fucking game called where you're running through the streets um wildlands no not that one ghost recon no not that one rainbow six no not that one it's, it's like rainbow six but you're um I have to, I have to log Siege? In. No, oh. I don't like Siege. I like Siege, but I don't like it for that. It's it's another... Oh, dude, The Division? The Division, yes. Oh, Division yeah, is awesome. Yeah, the Division is awesome. Yes, The Division. I yeah. love playing those games by myself because it's it's those lone wolf games where you can you can literally run solo. I do well. And then when I have to incorporate someone else into that, it fucks me up because I'm so used to running those games solo that I'm like, well, what are you doing? No, 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 don't do that. Cause Ryan, Ryan's yeah. seen that firsthand. Cause we played, we played wildlands together and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you rushing in? And he's like, fucking surprise. Uh, you know, element of yeah. surprise. You just hostile. You just fucking bum rush him. And I'm like, no man, like there's a st- strategy to this fucking. That's how- and he's like, no, you just fucking run in there and just, Guns blazing. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. We're getting annihilated. Stop doing that. And he's like, if you just do it with me, we'll be fine. I'm like, no, we won't. I promise you, we won't be fine. And then sometimes he does it with me and we're fine. And then other times I realize he's correct and I back off. It just it just depends on the mission. It just depends on the mission. It's just a team. Yeah. Sometimes I fly in with a helicopter and rockets and blast everything. And I'm like, whoa, you just set off every fucking alarm in this place. Come on, man. I'm like, at least let me take out the alarms first, especially when it comes to wildlands. Like, if you if you're gonna infiltrate a base, you gotta take out the alarms, and then you can fucking go guns hot, do whatever the fuck you want. Because now we're not gonna get overrun by like waves and waves and waves of fucking Unidad. See, I just yeah. like the See, idea yeah, I, of I being that disobedient mix. soldier who's like Dan's in charge, and he's like, "We're gonna do this," and I'm like, "No, we're not." Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you're you're just like I, there's that perpetual teenager in you when we're playing, and I'm like, God damn it, Ryan, because you're like, stop trying to dad me. And I'm like, it's not daddying. I just know what's best. I promise you, I've played this map. But see, sometimes I listen to him and we do things and it's good. And then other times I run in and gun and he runs in and guns with me and we do good that way too. But yeah, just sometimes definitely depends. It does take me a moment sometimes to realize, like, okay, he's right. This is what needs to happen. And then I back off and we do it and we're good. But that also translates to one of my favorite ever multiplayer games. Which is going to be Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Yes! Yes! (laughs) I knew it. Hands down my favorite all-time ever multiplayer game. And to this day, if I'm able to go over to Elliot's, I will go play it. Gauntlet, it's a it's a co-op PS2 game. What was the game, game. Right? 
Yeah, Gaunt, so Gauntlet Dark Legacy. It's PS2. Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Okay, I've never heard and, of that. Yes. So Gauntlet made a series of games, right? And it was on and then PS2 was the last one they made, I believe, Gauntlet Dark Legacy, okay? Well, in it you have classes, wizards, sorcerers, warriors. Um Oh, it's like Final Fantasy. Kind of arcade, right? like, like an like an it was, over top. It was arcade. It was an over top arcade game, right? So it looked yes. Yeah. Oh, it's like right. Diablo. So you, so you pick your classes, okay. right? You pick your classes. Yep. Gotcha. All right, oh I'm tracking. God. Dude, I would run the warrior every time and get him all beefed up, and Elliot would be some crazy oh. sorcerer or something. The knight and, was my go to class because of the armor. That was tank. Uh, yeah so and then like i'd run the warrior and then somebody else would run something else dude we had hours and i'm talking hours upon hours of running through this game and we're talking you would finish the game and you could still just like oh well now you can upgrade yours to like the ultimate ultimate and then run through the game again yeah you had like class progression and stuff like that it was very Similar to do it was couch co-op, yes. man. And you know, I miss that. You don't see that very uh-huh. much anymore. That's what I loved about Diablo. They have a new Diablo game that's about I, to drop on Xbox. Dan, I fun in fact, because you would you would probably enjoy this. Um you seem like a Switch fan, so you might enjoy and enjoy this, but fun fact, uh my Switch actually is the Diablo 3 edition. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's sweet. I'm man. I'm kind of looking forward to this new Diablo coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna snag it. I'll snag it. What would you say? What would you say is one of your fondest multiplayer moments, Dan? Uh, I would say Nintendo 64 007 GoldenEye. Okay. That's gotta. That's gotta be for a console, right? Um, Why? I just remember being able to have everybody. Yeah. Like, I I had a group of friends growing up, and we would all be playing that. And we all had one rule, and the rule was no odd job. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's a fair rule. Because that short son of a bitch, you just couldn't shoot him fast enough. And he was just, he was he was too squirrely. And everyone's used to shooting, you know, shoulder, center of mass. And then you have odd job, who's like three feet shorter than every fucking buddy else. So you would miss. And then... If especially we're doing golden gun, you know, where it's a one shot, one kill. Yeah. Absolutely absolutely no odd job. Right. That was a hundred percent never gonna be a thing. Uh if we're talking PC, uh Ooh. the original Delta the original Delta Force game that came out. Wow, we're not was, we just crossed the crossed over. We crossed platformed yeah. right there, fellas. You're right. But I think if I'm going PC, my favorite uh would multiplayer would have been delta force and that's because on my first deployment the officers versus the enlisted we did a thing where we had a land party which this is an old fucking this is old as shit right right up there with strike nobody, force. Nobody, yeah nobody has land parties anymore anyway but uh the officers were playing us enlisted guys and we fucking annihilated them even though they were all sitting in one fucking like a talk right a tactical operations center and we were split between offices we still were able to communicate effectively move effectively and take over sectors effectively isn't that what the military is supposed to do 
Right. But it's funny because you would think the officers being that they're used to being able to coordinate attacks and see it from a high level and they go to war college and everything else. You would think that they would have just dem- demolished. Us. You realize just because you have a bachelor's degree doesn't make you a commander or a platoon leader of any. Oh, I, I agree with you 100 percent. I've been in the presence of plenty of lieutenants that you're like, bro, go fucking sit somewhere and maybe read a book because you're just fucking this exactly. up from the numbers. But we're digressing here. Yeah, but I think if I'm talking uh, those, uh, I, I, I do think that those are my favorite multiplayers. What do you guys think about um, Hold on. online gaming? Hold on, now. hang on. So since we since you cross platformed here, I would say okay. my favorite. We want, we want to do that? No, yes, and we skipped Elliot again on this. So I would say for oh, me, didn't Elliot no, talk? I didn't talked he? Gauntlet, and Elliot chimed in because he knew my favorite moment. Oh, that's so right. I would Sorry. say this. I would say yeah, this as yeah. far as computer goes. My favorite multiplayer games are Age of Empires and StarCraft. I can remember one Christmas going to my dad's, and he landlined two laptops and two desktops. It was me, dad, and two of my brother-in-laws all playing StarCraft. It ended up one day Uh we played StarCraft so long that every single one of them, so both of my brother-in-law's wives came up and were like, hey, uh, it's dinner time, and we started at like 10 o'clock that morning. Mm. And even to the point my stepmom came up and like, are you all going to come eat at any point? Like, we're talking, we played from like 10 a.m. to 6 or 7 p.m. nonstop one day. And they're like, hey, you all just got to quit. Mm-hmm. It was that, like, we were just so wrapped up in the StarCraft that we're just like, nope. StarCraft was a good game. I like that one. Oh, that and then good. they have StarCraft 2 came out, and then it just, well, boy, I'm telling you. Like, me and Elliot have played it some. Do you remember Starcraft? Firefox? Yes. I thought, I thought I liked Firefox a lot, too. So, Elliot, before we get sidetracked, what was your favorite multiplayer moment for console and PC? So PC, my favorite uh, multiplayer game is Stellaris. Oh, Ron, I love you know this Stellaris, era. but obviously it's not my favorite. I love Grand Strategy. Is that the one where you Grand have like Interstellar? Uh, like you'd have different Like <laughs> let's yeah. let's put it this way: Stellaris, you deployed, Dan. Me and Elliot started playing a Stellaris match. We still haven't finished it. Is that the one where you're in outer space and you have yeah. different space stations and shit? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's, 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 a, it's an interstellar... Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Right, that's, 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 yeah, that's what I was saying. It. Interstellar, like it's an interstellar... Yeah, okay. But to put it into perspective... I've we heard of started, that one before. I've never done it, though. We started playing it right after you deployed. We're Jesus still Christ. on the That was a year and a half ago. Dude, well, granted, we haven't played in like four months now, four month i think but that's what i'm saying that's how adept this thing is is like it can drag out that's because you started putting cock in your mouth you know oh, you know just oh, tonight man. and i as soon as i tra- as soon as i as soon as i got a little a little bit on my tongue i was like nope not for me we're good you know you do a lot of things good but you put a cock in your mouth one time you're known as a cocksucker <laughs> you know not all me. i can say is it's a fighting <laughs> cock right it's a fighting <laughs> cock it fought its way <laughs> but, okay, but th- that being said, so not cheesy, right? Like something that I would have played together with someone, probably also, probably also got yeah. 
outlet. I share that memory. Um, you know, I, I tracked that game down when I got a PS2. It's one of the first games I got when I got a PS2 and fixed it and all that. So I love that you guys have that same. That we, oh, that we share that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and I, I gotta say too, you know, as thankful as the generation of online gaming, and you know, uh, that we can all three play a game right now together, being so far apart. That's awesome. But I hate the unattended, the unintended consequence of the death of couch co-op. I mean, if you only have a new console, new console, one TV, and your buddies come over, what are you gonna? You're not gonna fucking do anything. You're not playing shit, and I hate that. Yeah, it's horseshit. There's no more. There's no more co-op. Yeah, you know, your buddies have to pack up a TV, pack up a console. Yeah, right. Now, I, I will say, like it. I mean, me and Dan kind of essentially have a couch co-op going. It's just one's in the living room or one's in his office. Right. Now I transition to the camper, but back out to my camper. But what I've noticed is we don't have the ability to actually talk because for whatever reason. The Wi-Fi doesn't like me being in the camper and him being in his office, so it doesn't let us actually talk. I think it's just my Xbox and my headset. Cause I got we those never, Astros. I got the twenties, and I—that's I, another thing that frustrates me. Right? I'm, I gonna go on, you, I'm gonna go on a soapbox here for a second. I, I just want to say this: I would bet you I could walk that Xbox in the house, hook it up, get on my headset, and we'd be good. If you do that and it works, I'm gonna be pissed off because there should be no reason why it doesn't work. Because we're on the same network, we've been on the same fucking consoles and same games, same headsets, everything else. It should it should sync up and work perfectly. I agree. But- I think that I have had continual issues with these fucking Astros and stupid ass. And while updates. they, what? Yes. Anytime there's an update for my PlayStation or my my PlayStation from Xbox, my my headphones will cut out on me. Until I do the actual update on the Xbox. And then once I do the update, then all of a sudden, miraculously, everything fucking works just as advertised. And I'm like, bro, this is supposed to be a throughput device. If I, you know, like I can hear when he's talking, he can't hear me. And I'm like, why is my microphone all of a sudden disabled, even though there's no button to audibly disable it? This is the dumbest shit ever. And I honestly, I think when you get back, I'm gonna try and use those ones that you got, um, those hundred dollar ones that you got on sale for like forty bucks. Yep. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try them just to see if we have the same fucking problem with you out in the camper because if we do, then we know that there's some sort of latency issue. Yep. That's the only thing I can equate it to. Right. Is that there's so much a latency, and I think that's the biggest problem with online gaming is that when you're playing in like a multi-role game. And our multiplayer game, and you have latency issues. Yep. It fucking sucks because it's like us playing somebody in Korea and they have like fiber. Yeah. Right. For all their connections, and they're so much faster. They see us almost instantaneously real time, and we're just so delayed that by the time we turn a corner, we're already dead. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I saw you, I shot, I was even pre-firing before I came around the corner. That's you should be just dead. because your aim is bad. No. <laughs> that's only... I have a kid, yeah. and we've proven my aim is really good. <laughs> no, you, what you we've proved is your pull out game you don't sucks. Know how to fall. Fall out game week. Aim. Aim is good. I, I fired down the hole, all the way down the hole. I digress. But... <laughs> <laughs> bullseye. Yeah, bullseye. 
So, so I gotta ask. Do you guys this. have any? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I gotta ask this. All right. So for console and for PC, Dan. Mm-hmm. So console first. What is your? What is the game you look forward to? That was a letdown, and same thing with PC. What was the game you were so looking forward to that was a letdown? Uh, so okay. Um, let me think about that one for a second. Let Elliot go first I, while I'm thinking well, about you it. You think about it, Elliot. Elliot, console, console letdown, and PC. So I, I already have been bond. So I think one of the biggest shocks, and we're talking like. Had a game downloaded, ready to play at midnight. Um, like, was so excited. Oh, man, there's really two. Oh, damn, which one was a bigger disappointment? All right, yeah, the Order 1886. 1886? Yeah, the 86 on PS4. Downloaded it at midnight, 01, whatever, and had it beat by, like, 6 a.m. Wow, there was no replayability, no multiplayer, no New Game Plus, no unlockables, nothing. It was terrible. 60, 65 bucks, gone. 65 bucks to beat it in six hours. Yeah, and I mean, 100% beat it. There was nothing left to do. Yeah, I would be too, especially when you're paying 60 and 70 fucking dollars a game. By God, you better have some shit to keep me intrigued. Exactly. So what about PC? What about PC? What about PC? PC? Um, Imperator Rome. Same people that made Hearts of Iron. Same people that made Stellaris. Same people Universalis. So I was really excited, and it was just garbage. I actually got a refund on that one, and, and Steam allowed me to have my money back, which was but that was a disappointment. Steam is actually pretty good about those refunds. Steam yep, is pretty yep, good I've about noticed, and I appreciate that. So what about you, Dan? What about you? You know what I was disappointed on for console? Yeah. They have a goat simulator. Oh, man. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. And, you know, I was expecting to be able to fuck some goats on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad that they, <laughs> they, they missed. That's missed opportunity. It really is. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been called a goat fucker all my life, and... Um, it's mostly because I look like I'm a Haji, and I was very disappointed that that just wasn't a thing, you know? It's okay, because Connor kind of reminds me of one of the characters off of uh, Devil's Rejects, and I keep, you know, thinking, what? I ain't no chicken oh, fucker. What's that, what's that, what's that game? What's that, chicken fucker, boss? What's, what's that game that's post, post-apocalyptic game where you end up getting in a suit of arm, like a... Fallout. Fallout. What? Fallout. 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 That's actually my my yeah. one that is a disappointment because they had Fallout. Uh, what was it? New Three. Vegas. Wait a minute. Wait a Three minute. Are Vegas. you saying Fallout now? When you say it was a disappointment, are you saying Fallout seventy six, the online version? Yes, Fallout yes. seventy six. Yeah, was, was a disappointment because I was like, all right, you know, they've done well up until this point, and then they came out with that, and I was like. What in the ass is this? Um, that that was the biggest one. And and for when it comes to PC, I remember thinking back and Doom. Yes. And I was I was just kind of disappointed with the progression of Doom. I'm just saying. I, I just thought you know maybe they could have done better with that story, but that's just me. I agree. Um, wait, which when they which came out, Doom? No, Dune. Dune. So, oh, I, oh, my bad. I thought you said Doom. Dune. Oh, Dune. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I can agree with that. You're talking about like the strategy Dune game, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, like the things that come from underneath the ground. Dune. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The worms. Yes. yes yep. The worms. I think when they yep. that that game was a disappointment. 
Agreed. It is. It is. I would say console for me. So I got really big into the Godfather in the early Xbox Xbox One and Xbox 360, right? I got real big into the Godfather. Well, that transitioned to a series of video games called Mafia. Mafia. Mafia 2, right? And I'm talking, uh-huh. I played these games religiously. And I, and I beat every aspect of these games. Like, it was just great for me. Hey. Like, I should have been born a gangster or a mafia. Yeah. You know, maybe or a cowboy or Mafioso. a cowboy, one of the two, right? Well, so and consigliere, you got to be a consigliere, right? Well, I'm not a big pre-order guy. Yeah, Mass Effect and Dragon Age are the only two games I had ever pre-ordered in my life. Mafia Three is right, so Mafia Three is coming out. I pre-order this. And it's the first time I'm actually going to, you know, splurge and buy the whole big, the deluxe bundle, 100 bucks, right? I get this game. Not only have they cut down your weapon, that you know how you hit the, like, the L button, the L, the left bumper, and you get the weapon wheel, right? And you got, like, the six weapon different wheel. weapons. Oh, no, they've cut it to two yeah. weapons, and they've changed all this other stuff. I, there's certain aspects of the game of, I liked. But it was they took away so much from the original formatting of the first two games. I I'm not kidding. I played an hour into the game just to see how it was. The graphics were great. The story was good, but every other aspect of it drove me so crazy. An hour into the game, I took I reboxed everything up and took yeah, it. Yeah, Mafia Three was a letdown. It's like when you go on a date with a girl and you're expecting her to be like a great kisser and then she turns out to be like she gives you a oh, peck. kissing's a deal breaker she gives, you a, she gives you a peck of the lips and you're just like yeah. you got catfish you got catfish like that, video game. i feel like i just kissed my sister what the fuck right. get that fuck kiss kissing's a deal breaker for me so yes you know what I mean? mafia so, so when a game is when a game lets you down like that you're just like Ugh. you know so i take it back right and i wait Almost a year. The game drops a year, which is crazy. It drops from $60, right, in a year to $15. So it was trash. Epic trash. So now don't get me wrong. Graphics were great. Story was great. But they deviated so far from the general concept of Mafia and how the weapon system and all that stuff worked, right? So when it dropped to 15 bucks, I bought it and I beat it because I'm like, hell, it's 15 bucks. At this point, I'll play it. I enjoyed it then, but at $60, at $100, I didn't enjoy it. But I. You know what other game let me down? Hang on. What? Oh, go ahead. Grand Theft Auto. Which one? They just, all of them. They were so repetitive. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, no. It's so. The storyline no. story changed, but it's, it's literally. You know the one so that let me down? That had San Andreas that, after yes, San Andreas. Yes, San Andreas let me down. It had so yeah. much potential because yeah. you were supposed to take ground and control areas. It had so mm. much potential and it just flatlined. I do like that they included you can have helicopters and airplanes and all that other shit, right. but yes. it still is just like meh. 
Like, what the fuck? And that's why I feel like the, that game ran its course, and I would be surprised if we see any more Grand Theft Auto games. But I would not be surprised. We will see more. Yes. Um, what disappoints me PC-wise, okay? And I think Elliot can talk about this too, right? And we're talking a game I waited. Literally, I have been on the waiting list on Steam for three years now for Starship Troopers. Ooh, I heard that's really good. But okay, also... now what I will say, what I will say is Starship Trooper, Starship Troopers came out. I say that three times fast. Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers. <laughs> so, right, this game came out. I had pre-ordered. I was locked, loaded, and ready to go. You know, we're talking Rico's Roughnecks. Do you want to live forever? Right. I was in like Flynn. By God. Play the game. I got... I like the game. I like the game. Period. Right? I like the game. The disappointing factor is how short the campaign is. There's no multiplayer. Yeah. There's no... There's no... There's no branching out. Like, mm. it just... Once you... And you can beat the campaign, honestly, in what? Probably six hours, Elliot? If that, yeah. Yeah, if that. Right? So, don't get me wrong... Great game, great concept, headed in a great direction, but no multiplayer. There's no no growth in that one. So they either need to add some new stuff, or they need to build a multiplayer. Just so, like, if I want to, you know, skirmish Elliot, and we both want to play Marines, or he wants to play Aliens, or whatever, right? They need to have some additional stuff that they don't have. But I... So I would say those are my two most disappointing games here. Fair enough. Man, that, uh, that's into uh, gaming mood, man. I think I might have to go and dive back into uh, into Resident Evil again until <laughs> I'm just completely burnt out. Right. What would you say is one of your funniest gaming moments, Dan? Funniest gaming moments would probably be... There was a party that I had when I was a kid, and... Uh, I remember handing my little brother a controller so he could feel like he was included. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he thinks like he's playing and he's doing really good and he's not doing shit. But we're all, you know, me and my buddies were all encouraging him like, yeah, man, you're doing great. You're doing really good. Keep going. And then meanwhile, I'm the one on the fucking controller that's rocking the game. I think that, that to me, uh, in my childhood was probably one of the funnier moments is just duping my brother into thinking he was playing when he really wasn't. So I feel like that's a good all around moment for a lot of people. That, that's yeah, a good you know, yeah. That's wholesome. Yeah, it's a wholesome funny moment, you know. I think my, I know you guys were probably expecting like a perverted funny moment, like you know, I was doing something and some girl's titty popped out or something, but that's like another party game or something, you know, doing flip cup or something else. That's that's another story, but we're not <laughs> talking about drinking games here. We're strictly yeah. console and PC, all right? Oh, yeah, for the moment. So I mean, I mean, if I mean, if you want to go down that D and D rabbit hole, we can go down that. You, know, you mean coming? Oh, you, you mean you mean coming, coming like that? <laughs> so I got. I think I think my best moment ever, like in any video game, man. I was so happy that it actually got to be public. It was. Um, I was playing Destiny One way back in the day. Uh, well, it was probably you know like less than ten years ago. But anyway, um, 
playing with a squad of guys. We were playing um, Crucible, so, you know, multiplayer. The op- the opposing team uh, were really good. They had locked down. Uh, the map we were playing had a central hub. It was like a circle, like a tubes, and then a bunch of different uh, ingress points and themselves against the wall. And um, I was doing terrible. I was pissed drunk. I mean, like, one eye closed, the other one squinted, not doing well. Oh, I love that. And um, so... We were we were locked down. Uh, we were gonna lose for sure, and I just happened to just you know everyone's like you know we can't even get into the hub here, and I just take like this and I was able to land in the hub behind the rest of you're not supposed to enter that area, and I just went team wiped them like three fucking times, and we took that match, and like after that we all we laughed so fucking hard from that because I four times and we won the bet. Um, that we were just done for the night. We all just logged off. We we're like, oh, it doesn't get any better. We're done. That doesn't get any better if you whop somebody. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a harsh whop. It was a it was a solid tea bag. You know that's back that's you- pretty funny because that came out and uh, I feel like that was Halo that first introduced the tea bag. Anybody? Oh yeah, everybody everybody concur. Ryan, uh, Halo was definitely a big uh, tea bagging moment there. Yeah, I feel like that was the first game that you could actually like teabag people and be like, "Look, you know, just totally disrespect them." Like, I just owned your ass, right? Dude, that was the and that was the start of the millennium too, because that was like two thousand one, two thousand two. So I mean, that that really did just like shape our future that we could teabag. Yeah, people. I mean, I've been doing it since I was a teenager, so I'm just saying, you know, it was before all that. Maybe I was a revolutionary, but you know, <laughs> I don't want to take I, credit. Uh, well, I mean, you were probably most definitely in the Revolutionary War, so you would be a revolutionary. But, um... Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I do like to think you, that I'm a Yeah, I mean, you're definitely great at, of sorts. Know, restocking that musket, ready for the next shot. But, uh... I would say my funniest hey, moment was playing Monster Rancher 4. Um, when Sweezo, which is the yellow one-eyed guy, it's a one-eyed monster, right? And it's basically jumping yeah. around on did a pogo just, stick, right? Did you just say one-eyed monster, like one-eyed yes. willy? Yeah, like one-eyed willy, right? And it's named like, Sweezo, right? Oh, well, yeah. so I'm in a in a tournament match in the game, right? And and I and I'm telling it to do this like jump attack where it like jumps and like smacks it with the bottom of its tail, kind of thing, because. It's, mm. it's hard to explain how this thing is, but it's uh, it's going up against this this monster. They're this creature called oh, Pixie, right? Which most people are familiar with the Pixie. So in the game, she's got nice boobs and the little wings, and you know, pretty girl, right? Well, it glitches, right? And the game glitches, and this Swayzo picture this giant. It's it's literally this giant figure giant head with one eye that's like almost the whole thing and then this long thick thender tail that it's just bouncing on because that's it well i feel like i've seen anime porn that's like this so part right so i mean basically it glitched it it totally glitched so he (laughs) he's his part of his attack is to smack her with his tail well it glitches to where it's like milliseconds of just like this tail like smacking her in the face like right in her mouth like just like just like and and i'm i'm literally you know you're talking like 13 14 years old right and instead of instead of being like 
dang it, my game's glitching. You're slightly getting aroused because you're in the middle of puberty, and you're just seeing this big boob pixie creature just getting welled in the face, and her boobs are still just kind of jiggling with the glitch, and you're just like, I want to be mad at this, but I can't be mad at this, but I can be mad at this. So let's just say that was so conflicting. So conflicting. The signals were all over the place. All right. So I'm going to ask you guys, because I just thought of that while you were talking, Ryan. The sexiest <laughs> girl, sexiest girl in a game that you ever seen. You going to start that down or is that going to be Elliot? I'm going to say Laura Croft. That's a good one. Ah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Who is it? Aaron. Right, is that her name? Samus? Samus? Oh, from Metroid. Yeah, Samus Aaron. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> yeah. know, a lot of people don't even realize that Metroid is a female. Yeah, yep, yep. That you play a girl the whole time. It's funny because my kid, he thought he was going to pull a Swift one on me today because we were playing uh, Smash Bros. on his uh, Switch. He's like, you know, Samus is a, a girl. And I was like, yeah, no shit, dipshit. Like, who are you fucking talking to, man? Like, I'm ancient. Like, I know this shit. Like, I was raised when Nintendo brought all these games around, dude. Like, I know this shit. Like, come on, come up with, come up with you something else. I was molded, I was molded by it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna throw you both for a loop. Mm. Lollipop chainsaw. Oh, that's a good one. Juliet Starling? Oh my god. You're so weird. You come up with the most obscure bullshit ever. I swear to god. I'm just saying. I got a lot of chainsaws. She likes chainsaws. Just saying. You both like to get ripped. I mean, it's fine. Case closed. I got the chainsaws. She can Uh use them. All right, Elliot. What do you got? Mm -hmm. Oh, I already said Samus. Oh, that's right. You did say Samus. I'm cutting out. Yeah, my bad. You my know, bad. I am at least five bourbons in, and this is the best part of the night is because I start forgetting shit. Yep. And and everyone this is else, when is, it really gets fun. It gets interesting, but we are at the end of our episode, and I do appreciate that uh, we were able to do this, even though we we're from worlds apart right now. Um. Elliot, thank you so much for finally fucking joining us because everybody has been waiting for you specifically to join because of the fact that we started off saying you were missing. And I'm like, Waldo, where's he at? Yeah, everybody was like, what the fuck? Where's Elliot? Who is Elliot? What does he do? Why why is he missing? You know, I feel like, you know, we we found Elliot, and if I'm one of the listeners, I'm just like, you know, can Elliot go back into hiding now at this point? Oh, that's terrible, Ryan. Man, <laughs> man, man, man. Wait, listen, I'm I'm grateful to be here. Uh, it's been fun, and I look forward to the next one. Hopefully, I won't have as many technical issues. I think if we can find a way to get us all in one setting where we're on the same network, we will have less interruptions because what we've learned definitely from this is that when we are apart, there are some technical difficulties. And yes, I don't know yes. if it's the platform that we're using that is uh, throttling us or if it's our own providers that are throttling us. But either way, we definitely run into some technical issues where 
either one of us gets cut out. And that sucks for editing. I fucking hate it because it makes my life miserable. But I do love the fact that we're finally able to have all three of us on here because this is what the episode needs. All I can say is, Dan, I'm not there tonight. Don't go editing this. Just wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to edit tonight. I'm going to finish drinking my wilderness trail. I'm going to go hang out with my kid. We're going to play some NBA 2K. I'm going to fuck up some other kids with him oh, on, whoa, the, whoa, on the whoa, internet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have NBA 2K this whole it's, time? Yeah, but it's not. It's on the iPad. It's not. Oh, it's, oh it's, I thought we were talking Xbox. I was about to get. No. Oh, you, my blood pressure just went through the roof. I, I will smoke that. you on that game, and I'll smoke hey. you on Madden, and I'll smoke you on any of the sporting whoa, whoa, games. Look here, sporty. Look here, spork. You didn't smoke me on Madden. Yeah, sport? we played Madden. We played Madden, okay? You were a spork on Madden. We played Madden. You didn't yeah. smoke me. Okay, it you was, quit. It was, you quit. Yeah, that was close. You quit. All right, boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna launch. I got a date to watch the new episode of Mandalorian, so I gotta hop. Oh, we'll All have right, to edit but uh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm gonna wrap this up here. Okay. Yeah, let him wrap it up real quick. Yeah. Elliot, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. Uh, we look forward to having you on the next episode. Hopefully, you're gonna join us for the episode that we have arranged in the future, which everyone's gotta stay tuned for. May 5th, which is going to be epic. So that wraps it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, share with your friends. Also check us out on our Instagram page at www.instagram.com forward slash bourbon sauce. That's bourbon sauce, one word, where you can see clues on upcoming episodes as well as see photos that pertain to our podcast. And you can message us there. Give us real-time feedback. We'll interact with you and hope you come back. Until next time, enjoy your favorite beverage and get sauced. Love you guys. Cheers. Cheers.